Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Never End Podcast, the podcast open to everyone, especially Arthur Two Sheds Jackson. My name is Luke, I'm your host of the Never End Podcast, and with me, as always, is Mr. Guy. Say hello, Mr. Guy. Hello, Mr. Guy. Hello, Luke. I'm going to wear no socks and shoes with nothing to do but feed all the kangaroos, and uh, man, so... We did it, Luke. We all, both of us, were up live for every single G1 show. We made it through to the finals, and here we are. Are you tired? No, not really. Um, I'm, I'm happy. I'm elated that it's kind of over, and I can like actually watch stuff anymore. I'm happy for you because you can now have a sleep schedule that's not absolutely freaking insane. Dude. So, uh, oh, I know. Uh, actually, this is the first tournament i think i've watched all the shows live as well like it just no family stuff happened no one had birthdays that i had to attend and all that kind of stuff and if anything did happen it was daytime stuff so whew, i didn't have to miss any real muscle live mr guy and uh, <laughs> neither did you you insane man oh my god <laughs> and stay tuned folks our our annual tribute to the you know song that is whatever the theme song of the g1 climax will be at the end of this episode and it's it's going to be a a dueling one we'll just say that's right and uh we're going to be talking about nights uh what is it 18 and 19 the <laughs> final two nights wow that's a lot of nights of it the g1 a lot climax of, a lot of oh yeah but uh you know in case people didn't during the g1 and they would wish to contact us they can we're on the tweety I'm at Grumpy2EB. Mr. Guy is at Drucifer Tweets. Collectively, we are at Never Open Pod. And if you want to send us a written or voicemail, you can do that too. Never Open Pod. <gasps> at gmail.com. Also, if you've got any of that Sasha Banks money, uh, kick it our way. we got merch that'll make you look never as fuck. Over on Teespring, so do that. Very wow. professionalism. Yeah. I like your... Uh western accent there he must have heard that from from kevin costner or something like that so, um. <laughs> yes everyone i've nearly finished the first season of murder stone and uh oh my god it's uh it's fun it's a lot of fun but uh we'll be uh we'll be having a episode of never realm where we discuss whatever we want uh you know some maybe next week or something like that about probably the first season of Yellowstone and uh, how insane it is. But uh, before we do, but Luke, we kind of, we got to talk about wrestling and there's really no news. Now we, I know we're putting this episode out before the G1 press conference, like the post G1 press conference, like technically it's the whatever destruction press conference, I guess. And, and that's fine. I don't care. You know, I'm sure it'll just be the guys going, Hey, I'm going to win the other guy going, Hey, I'm going to win, you know? So that's what we're going to miss. <laughs> Maybe something different will happen, but we'll talk about it on the next episode. This episode is only about G1 and one-star Google reviews for Ryugoku Sumo Hall. Exactly. So, uh, all right. We've both got uh, some one-star reviews for Ryugoku Sumo Hall. Uh, thanks to Mr. Mr. Guy for sending them to me, at least uh, a couple. And I'll read one right now, if that's all right with you. Please. Oh my god, this one's wild. I'm against the state funeral. If you have that money, you should give people and money to those who are in trouble with typhoon disasters. This 
is a ceremony where volunteers are working hard at the site and there are people who are in trouble with housing due to the disaster. After all, it's someone else's problem, even though it's the same country. It's a dictatorship called democracy, one star. <laughs> wow. Man, that's a... Uh, I feel like that guy's mad about a whole bunch of different shit, but yes. Ryogoku Sumo Hall was the fucking straw that broke the camel's back. It was just like, oh, it's on. I can't believe that they had the state. That must be where they had the state funeral for that uh, controversial guy that got assassinated last year. You know, uh, that might be what he's talking about. I'm not sure. But, uh, you know, a dictatorship's called democracy. I know what he means. I know what he means. So, uh, anyway, well, I also, Luke, have a one star review uh, off Google from Ryagoku National Sumo Hall, and it goes like this I tried sumo for the first time. It was really great to see. I was impressed. One star. What? How am I? I guess. I loved everything I saw. One star. Did he accidentally (laughs) press the one star button? Realized he'd done that and was like, eh, fuck it. One star, whatever. I thought that was amusing, you know? Um, But uh, we do get Kevin Kelly and Chris Charlton on the call for both nights of this show. And they even get on cameras both nights. But just for a second. Can't have them stealing the limelight with their amazing good looks. And uh, (laughs) that's all right. So uh, here we go. It is night 18. That's a lot of shows to real muscle life, Mr. Guy. It's (laughs) fucking hell. (laughs) It's just fun. Yeah. It's like, it feels like it's twice the amount of nights as the best of Super Juniors, but then they, they pretty much condensed everything in like, feel like one week somehow anyway we start off with uh kato kiyomiya and hayata versus master <gasps> hato and hiroshi tenzan the young stud hiroshi tenzan that has suddenly yeah. gotten over with the japanese crowd this whole tour ever since they brought tags back oh it's wearing tenzan town now baby Wow. I'm watching too much Yellowstone. I'm sorry. You are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I like that uh, Wato's getting outwitted by uh, Hiyata here. And, uh, man, there's a there's a clean break moment here with between uh, Kaito and Tenzan. And uh, Tenzan smacks oh, – sorry, Kaito Kimia smacks Tenzan to booze. Yes. <laughs> No one likes to see a finger laid on Tenzan on any of these tag shows. Oh, my God. doesn't matter if you're Hiroshi Tanahashi, Kazuko Okada, or some Noah dude. Don't touch our Tenzan, please. <laughs> In fact, Hayata does Mongolian chops, and the crowd's just like, no, no, nah, don't like. <laughs> Man, this, this, this match is, is a fun start, and it's a novelty because it's the only time someone from Noah joins Kato Kiyomiya, uh, the whole tour. So uh, I really liked it, and I kind of wish it happened a couple more times, but uh, you were telling me oh, there's not Noah shows on the other night. But aren't they heavyweight shows for the heavies because it's the N1? I don't know how they do it. Maybe they have juniors in the tag. Who, who cares? I'm not watching that shit anyway. If I could, uh, you know, uh, this match. <laughs> <laughs> you were right, man. As soon as you said that, why is everyone so bent out of shape? None of you are watching that one. I'm like, hey, he's right. That's him. <laughs> <laughs> this match is fun, and it feels like, yeah, I feel like I see a first uh, modified Shining Wizard 
key mirror that I've seen in a while, mostly because like he's lost most of his matches. So yay! Uh, he does pin uh, Hiroshi Tenzan though, which uh, makes me. Cool. It's fine. Good start. Yeah, Hayata, <laughs> I think, is the GHC Junior Champion or the Tag Junior Champion. I don't know. He had a title. And um, also, I thought this was so neat because the crowd did the the sound before Tenzon does the chops. It's fucking awesome. The whole crowd was doing it. And I, I mean, I heard that before, but it's been years and years. You know what I mean? Like, that uh, is so cool, man. So uh, that was fun. Anyway, next week, we have Shota Umino and Hanma versus Suzuki and Ren Narita. Now, these young guys, uh, Shota Umino, they don't like being compared, but they sure do like to punch each other in the face. And so <laughs> they can't stop, and they just keep fighting. But the crowd's living and dying with every move. It's awesome, man. Oh, yeah. I love it. And then Hanma beats the shit out of Ren after Shota softened soften him up a little. I'm like, all right. And Ren gets his fucking ass kicked in this match. Like, I like Ren always gets his ass kicked. Like, he always ends up on his back. He always ends up getting fucking punched in the face 50 times and not having much answer for it. And it's kind of like, bro, you're supposed to be the, like, you know, the, like, never guy of these young guys. And you just take it like a you know, I mean, come on, son man. of punching bag style. Yeah, get son of punching bag, son of doormat. You know, it's like <laughs> anyway. So Ren comes back, of course. It gets really violent between him and Hanma, and it's pretty cool. You know, um, and there's a Cobra twist though, and Ren wins. And there's some good shit in here, man. Hanma was great, you know. But Suzuki, after the match, he doesn't want to celebrate. He just leaves. He, you know, and the kids, uh. <laughs> The kids have a stare down after the match, of course. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I really like uh, the, the next match as well. So we've got... Uh... <laughs> By the way, the dude who does Render Reader's music, I'm convinced it's the same guy who does Yoshihashi's music. You know, it's, uh, I think it's not also, my the guy, also the guy that wrote the new United Empire theme, I think, too. It is real similar. It just has a little few more notes in it, you know? All right, Song of Strong Style. You should have like a remixed version of Shibata's music, right? Or change it somehow. Do the video game version. I don't. At least do have the, like on, a punk on, rock. on your back. It was, it was a punk rock yeah. song, you know. Like, why can't he have a punk rock song? No, he's got the. Because that would confuse everyone. Because there's already some young punks in in the in the organization. I know. I, I tell you what, Shota Umino <laughs> and Yoda Suji have the best uh, music of the new. A new crop what a crop yeah i think you're right uh though i feel like war dogs for real is got, gotten into my head i don't know if it's a good tune or not but it's stuck in my brain it, if, like, war if, dogs if for real. yeah it does next <laughs> next week because hey look who we have here it's the war dogs what? gabriel kid and alex Col alex c with uh chase owens Kenta and David Finley versus Yo, the Fisher Bishermans, that's Yoshihashi and Hiroki Goto, with Toriano and Togi Makabe. And I fucking love this match. By the way, uh, I like that Gabe is asking why Yoshihashi's hair is blue. And it's not blue, blue, it's like old lady blue. You ever say old ladies? Like yeah. maybe they're in bingo or the supermarket or something, they've got that hair dyed, and it's that kind of blue. That's Yoshihashi's hair, everyone, in case you haven't seen it, it yet. It matches Goto's. Uh you know, like middle-aged mother haircut too. So they, they, they <laughs> match. 
Uh, no wonder they're a tag team and they're best friends. Uh, and they're probably friends with uh, Are they friends? everyone else in this match, except maybe Yano. Yano's probably good cool enough to take Pena. Yoshihashi but... thinks they're friends, but I don't think they're actually friends. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is the, exactly the kind of match I wanted with Yo and Mark being it because Yo gets his ass kicked by the Bullet Club boys the whole match, and then and then what do I get? I get Macabe getting his ass kicked, and then he gets pinned by David Finley, the Never Open champion. So I'm just like, oh man, Yo and Macabe on the same team? Come on, man! Oh, one gets his ass kicked and the other one loses. Yay! I love wrestling. I'll tell you what, Chase and I want much to listen to our last episode because he's like, oh, Yano, remember when we fought and that guy Andy talked about it on the last episode? Yeah, we're going to renew that rivalry. He tries it. Doesn't work, thank goodness. <laughs> so, uh, next, Luke, we have the, you know, coming out to their new team theme. It's United Empire, Hinare, Jeff Cobb, and the Great Okan versus Shinko, Abushi, and Asuji. And uh, Great Okan wants Suji. He's like, hey, I'm young too. You know, I mean, I've I've gotten so many ladies that it's hard to imagine me as a youngster, but I am still young is what he's trying to say. So both teams, they heal out on each other. So it's like heel versus heel. It's a lot of fun. Suji does uh, Great Okan sit in the corner, but in the middle of the ring, uh, like, you know, uh, it was very, very disappointing and, and upsetting that he did that. So what an asshole. So Great Okan... <laughs> He, he does it to Suji with a chair on the outside. <laughs> That's just awesome. So that. Jeff Cobb critiques all the announcers. He's like, you're cool. You're cool. You're cool. Mm, don't know about you. You're probably, maybe, I don't know. Oh, we don't know that this is like Kevin Kelly's last couple shows in New Japan or something. But man, it seems like something, ah, something's changing. It just feels like. So, but anyway, uh, just throwing that out there. So Shingo yeah. wants in. But yeah, I never keep that from happening. So, and we got this, like, you know, uh, uh, Shingo's got, he's got beef with all three of these uh, United Empire guys. It's great. He has, he has, like, had singles feuds with almost every United Empire guy. It's tremendous. Yeah. So I love that. And uh, we'll talk about that more in the next uh, United Empire match. But uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, you know, Cobb holds Suji up for a suplex. Um, and then the whole match builds to this big spot where Shingo and Hanari get in and Shingo's, uh, you know, gets a very Ishii style hot tag, taking out Great Okan on the Cobb and Cobb and Shingo wrestle. It's tremendous. Finally, Hanari's in versus Shingo. Bushi is just in uh, time to make a bunch of moves for uh, to take a bunch of moves from United Empire Ultima on Bushi. United Empire are smug dicks after the match, as they should be. They won. Exactly. And uh, hey. LJ would have been just as smug if they had have, uh, gotten the victory. And I only beats people with the Ultima if they're a dad or a junior. So I, I really yeah. need to or see him beat know. some. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. he's right. a dad junior, isn't he? <laughs> he's like the mix. <laughs> but uh, I'd like to see him put it on uh, on a heavy and uh, have them tap out. But uh, that's okay. Next we have uh, Eddie Kingston, uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi. Tomohiro Ishii, and, oh, it's Reiski Taguchi hey. versus almost all of TMDK. We have Shane Haste, Mikey Nichols, Zach Sabre Jr., and Ichiban Sweet Boy, uh, part two. That's uh, Koso Fujita. <laughs> now, this match makes me laugh, and the man who makes me laugh the most 
it's actually Ishii. Ishii is like the perfect straight man for goofy, you know, Hontai slash Chaos tag teams. Because, uh, hey, they're all doing corner shit. Eddie's like, all right, let's go in the corner. Let's go in the corner. And Takuji's like, yeah, let's do it. And they're hitting closed lines in the corner. They're hitting them. They're hitting them. Ishii's on the apron waiting to get tagged in with a fucking frown on his face going, I'm not doing this. Also, I hate Mikey Nichols. He's probably thinking that too. <laughs> oh my god then uh you know the ring gets cleared and it's just tanahashi with all four of the tmd guy tmdk guys at once and you know what tanahashi's like yeah fuck it let's go take you all on oh my god this <laughs> i love that <laughs> so they all fucking beat on beat on beat him up and wail on him as 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 they do hey it's uh, something that Zack Sabre Jr. loves to do. He loves to get his uh, tag buddies in and uh, torture Tanahashi for a while. Because I remember he used to love doing that with fucking Tai Chi, just torturing yeah. nonstop Tanahashi's legs. I think uh, I think Tanahashi's still feeling the effects of all that uh, leg torture by the by the by the techers, <laughs> dude. And Kosai Vegeta, how fucking great is he in the fucking final portions of this match? He's running wild. Man, he's looking good. And apparently, uh, this isn't the just the end of Rio Hiiwa's little journey that we shall talk about on night two. I'm pretty sure they mentioned somewhere, either on the Tweety or on the show, that it's, yeah. yeah, that it's also Vegeta is getting the fuck out too. So it's not just he's making trips down under in the UK. Uh, he's going on excursions. So I, I guess that's what that means when they leave the country, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway. Uh, Eddie makes it look good, takes a couple bumps for him, then fucking back fist. Boom. And one, two, three for Eddie. And uh, Eddie can't help but be super freaking happy. He's even happier the next night, by the way, because of who he's facing. But, man, he loves being in a team with Tanahashi and Ishii and just doing New Japan things. It doesn't matter. And then (gasps) post-match, Hanare attacks. He attacks Eddie Eddie Kingston whilst uh, everyone's doing stuff. I think Ishii's already left, and no one helps Eddie. And uh, Eddie and Hanare beat up beat each other up. I think uh, Hanare gets the upper hand. And hey, you got gold there, uh, Mr. Eddie. I want it. So uh, looks like we're getting Hanare versus Eddie Kingston, and that looks like some kind of strong show. I'll probably end up having to watch because. I'd like to see if Hanare wins a title or not because uh, I'm invested in that. So. Damn it, Strong, you got me. I don't know when the next American pay-per-view is other than the Juniors Festival thing. So hopefully there isn't one and it's going to be on, you know, destruction. That would be awesome because I don't, I don't know, done with these fucking American pay-per-views. But anyway, after that match, it was so funny because Eddie Kingston walks over and tries to hug Ishii again. You know, because the, the picture of them went viral and Ishii's not happy about it, clearly. And Ishii just leaves. He's like, nope, not hugging me. And uh, I, I thought the, <laughs> I thought the whole like, you know, Hanari attacking Eddie Kingston thing, kind of fell flat a little bit. But it doesn't matter, you know. Like it's just just a weird, it felt weird. You know what I mean? The crowd didn't really like react like they were supposed to. I don't think. And so I feel like for of- me, this should have been like uh, Eddie slash Hontai guys versus Greta Khan on the Cobra Hanare. And then have Bushi, Yoda, and Shingo wrestle the TMDK dudes. And I know that that wouldn't be four on four then, but you can, you can have Vegeta just cheer him on and shit. It's fine. I mean, you didn't have Bushi lose anyway. But I don't know. 
it's fine. Yeah, I understand because it just it kind of did seem come out of nowhere, but it doesn't matter because they're going to have a match and Hanar's probably going to win that, right? So, you know, he's going to get his first singles title. That's pretty cool. Happy about that. And you oh, know yeah. who is interested in singles titles is Marty Asami. So he comes out to sneak around to take a look and, and ref, the, ref this next match. So probably ref the shit out of it, too. Let's see. So next, Luke, we have a match. It is, in fact, ELP. Hikaleo, Jado, Tamatonga, and Tonga Loa versus just five guys. It's Taichi, Taka, Sonata, Kanemaru, and Doki. And this yeah. is fun. So Kanemaru and ELP, they do the juniors match start sequence, and it's really cool. Doki tags in and faces Hikaleo. And it is oh, so dude, that's funny. Awesome. Because he's like, no, I don't I wanted to face the junior guy that was doing the junior shit. And he's like, nah, you're going to fight Hikaleo. And he's like, all right. And the crowd's like, doki, doki. And then he gets murdered, of course, you know. <laughs> so, oh, my God. There's, a, uh, there's also that funny part where, like, doki is moving backwards towards his corner to tag. Because he's like, I don't want to fight Hikaleo. He's going to fuck me up. They've already jumped down because they yeah, all don't want to fight Hikaleo. It's fucking <laughs> hilarious. They they bailed on Doki. What a bunch of Doki so, uh, that's pretty funny. You know, Sonata doing that to Doki, that's pretty fucked up, man. You know, pretty fucked up, but here we are. So I thought that was really fun. Uh, Doki gets murdered. And the Hantai do some corny-ass, like, 10-punch corn thing in the corner. And it's like, uh... Uh, so Hikaleo has Doki up and Kanemaru tries to help, but ends up, uh, you know, drop kicking Doki on accident and <laughs> splashing him with, with Hikaleo. Hikaleo's like got him up in this world's strongest slam position. So he turns around and Kanemaru drop kicks him and then he splashes them and he falls down and gets splashed by Doki and the Hikaleo uh, wrestler. That's funny. So anyway, that was great. So Sonata tags in, he dominates Hikaleo, which is really funny. He's got no problems, you know. Sonata and Tama wrestle, and it's pretty good. Doki gets destroyed by Hikaleo again, and the crowd laughs at him like assholes. Fuck you, crowd. I like that you do this, but don't laugh at Doki. So, yeah. was, you know. And then we get it's this hilarious... We get, yeah, we get a hilarious part where Taka Michinoko and Jado, and we built to this, and they both tag in. It's like, oh, my God, who's going to lose? And the crowd knows. They know, you know. So <laughs> Taka gets a desperation Michinoku driver on Jado, but no, ELP breaks up the pin. Boo. Lots of amazing stuff during the everyone in the pool spot. Hikaleo has Taka in the choke slam, but Taka's trying to eye poke him, but his arms are too short. <laughs> It's so funny. Uh, he gets it somehow, though, and runs right into sudden death. Choke slam, and they drag Jotto's unconscious corpse onto Taka for the pin. So Jotto pins Taka Michinoku. Dude, I thought that finish was absolutely amazing. That was great. <sighs> it was funny, and, it, and it, it reminded me of, like, of uh, what would happen with uh, Jotto when uh, these boys were all on Bullet Club, especially El Fantasma, because El Fantasma would pull this shit and then drag it, uncut his Gato on top of Jado or something like that. <laughs> so now he's paying it back by helping Jado get some wins now. So That's I was true. like, all right, fair play yeah. there, ELP. Well done. <laughs> That's fair. That's a good point. After this match, um, Finley and the War Dogs come out and just have this weird face-off with Hikaleo, Tama, and ELP that will be followed up on later. And it's just, and it's funny because Jado and Tonga Loa just leave. 
They're like, oh, I guess we're not in this. And they're it, they're pimping the multi-universal championships united or whatever the fuck. Uh, yeah. Universes unite uh, impact staying <laughs> fucking thing that we're not going to watch. So that's what this that's what this is for. Yes, indeed. Uh, it was weird for them to come out and do a whole bunch of. Oh, it's over. Nothing. All right. So yeah, here weird. we are. Yeah, let's just double the nothing then, because we both said it. But uh, here we go. I like this match. Uh, this part of my heart feels like someone that has a bit more of an ongoing feud with Evil should have pinned Evil, but I get why they did this. Uh, in fact, Evil, believe it or not, Mr. Guy, is the first wrestler uh, I ever saw pin Okada live. Yeah. In the 2017 G1, and thus uh, I was like, I like this evil guy. Uh, he rules. And uh, cut to however many years later, I still love this evil guy, and I think this match is a great time with a ending that is kind of inevitable and wasn't happy about it on the night, even though I said in the previous episode, Akata's winning and Evil is having a title shot anyway. Doesn't matter. I get emotional about these things in my boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you were you were mad just thinking about this match because it's like it, it was just it's funny because i think that you were like well if okada wins this he's win the g1 the g1's ruined everything's gonna be terrible and it's the end of the world and uh that's that's not what we got you know we'll talk about it but uh it, it makes so much sense for evil to lose this match right it doesn't make yeah, any sense for him to win it so you know yeah, that's that is very true. I know I like how I have that thought of evil should win. What's this? What are they doing? I don't like this. But my, also the other half of my brain is like, dude, it's all right. Akata's not winning. He's got a title. Like it's fine. He's not winning G1. Uh, and yeah, so this match, of course, is is cheat central. But you see, this is like uh, evil's got the cheat codes for the final boss, and it's like when you use the cheat codes for the final boss but you still die because you suck at the game. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's just like, man, I'm really overleveled for this boss. And then you lose. And you're just like, how the fuck did that happen? Maybe so it's not that you suck. Maybe it's just that that boss is, that, that boss is too strong, that man. Good. He's overpowered. <laughs> so. Definitely. So, I look, I, I enjoyed this match. And, yes, I'm a little upset that my boy Evil lost. Uh, in fact, I think I'm, I'm the only one on the Twitter sphere that was that felt like that. Everybody else, including the commentary, was absolutely elated. But we get like <laughs> mega cheating from like all of House of Torture. They're like, no, 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 this is Okada. We don't just Togo is not enough. We need Yujiro and we need Show. We need all of them out here, and it's just pretty much Okada wrestling against all of them. That's kind of great. Especially when you get to like all the other guys that have been taken out, and then it's kind of evil in the Carter going at it. And in typical Okada fashion, I think like he might be the only wrestler who has the best record of making me believe the other guy might win. I think he's the best. Like that's his special skill, as yeah, well as yeah. drop kicks and kickouts. It's like, like the just... NWA champion back in the day. The NWA champion would come to your town. He'd usually be a heel, and he'd make you think that that hometown guy was going to beat him, but he wouldn't. He'd cheat in the end, or he'd somehow get the win, and you just wanted to see somebody beat him. You know, it doesn't always have to be a heel, but that was 
the reason the NWA champion was the NWA champion, who they selected, was because they could make everybody else look awesome. And that's what Okada can do, you know. Yeah, it's his special skill. And he's somehow able to do that with evil whilst fending off uh, lots of cheating and cartoonishness and all this kind of stuff. Even with even with like the evil House of Torture cartoon cheating behavior, Okada still manages to be like, I'm still going to make evil shine like a fucking megastar. And he, and he does, but it is inevitable. Rainmaker, one, two, three, uh, Okada is in the finals, of course. And I'm like, they better not have him win three in a row because we just had someone win three in a row. And I don't want it to happen twice in a row. That's like six years of three in a row. <laughs> but Yes. No. Um, it, also, you forgot to mention that Marty Sami was the uh, oh. referee in that match, and he was flying all over the place getting beat up. That's <laughs> so funny. Yeah. So, I love that. But uh, anyway, so Okada wins that match. He will face the winner of the next match, which is... The second match in the G1 Climax semifinals, it is Naito versus Will Ospreay. And United Empire out for support, of course. The crowd cheers loudly for both guys, but Will gets the edge, man. They're cheering more for him. They've seen Naito win. They want to see Will win, right? That's kind of what we got. Mm. Okay, so this match has like a giant elephant in the room that we'll talk about when we get towards the end. But it's... Up until that point, and even at that point and beyond, it's fuck. I mean, it's this, this is, is odd, good. man. Yeah, it's just as good as it gets right here. It doesn't get much better. <laughs> it's incredible. So, oh my god. So they feel out, uh, you know, each other a little bit, and then there's a flurry of offense, and it all just looks great. Both the guys, both guys try to win right out of the gate, and Will just starts beating the shit out of Naito after knocking him to the floor and hitting a bunch of moves out there. Will chops the shit out of him and breaks his back. So Naito gets his turn on offense and he keeps using the the hip toss onto the knee thing. So he's got this new movie he's been doing where he does a hip toss, but he pops his knee out. So the person like lands neck first on his knee. It's such, I love when guys just take a simple move. I mean, the hip toss might be the first offensive move besides a lockup that you learn in pro wrestling. And he does that. Not only does he do, do it, but he does it in a cool way that isn't shitty like chaos, like uh, fishermen do. But, uh, you know, their, their hip tosses are lame. This hip toss is, is scary looking. It's awesome. So we, of course, know that the game plan here, the game plan for Naito is always fuck your neck, man. And so that's what we're doing. It's awesome. So Naito keeps hitting that hip toss and getting his neck damage. You know, the crowd's on fire when he hits his... Uh, Hey, uh, uh, Will hits his handspring flippy kick and springboard forearm. Lariat, uh, it says Lariat Nation to the floor. <laughs> so I, think it's, I think it means Lariat, Lariat tonight. We pledge to allegiance floor. to the Lariat Nation. <laughs> That's great. We are a part of a Lariat Nation. <laughs> yeah, how's that go? Anyway, Will goes to the top rope, but Nido stops him and they fight on the apron, draping neckbreaker on the apron. Drake draping neck breaker breaker on the floor and Naito continues to destroy Will's neck in the crowd. He the crowd continues to cheer for the champ though the U.S. champ. Uh, Naito tries a reverse Frankensteiner off the top, but Will lands on his feet. Esperanza, but Will catches Naito and hangs him on the ropes for a double double top rope shooting star press, which makes Naito go into the ropes. It's incredible. I don't know what makes it double. I don't think it was double. I think it was. Uh, 
you know, Nido was hanging on the top of the ropes, boom, off the corner, shooting star press. Uh, that was awesome. And so Nido, when he bumps, he flips over and his head just goes right into the bottom rope and it's terrifying. So that's the <laughs> first kind of thing that happens here. And like, I, I personally think that that kind of fucked Nido up a little bit too, because I noticed they started talking right here, you know, and it wasn't loud. It was just kind of like, Hey, you know, Will's talking to Nido at this point and saying, you know, words like, Hey, here's what we're going to do. Like things like that. So Nido gets an insane DDT to counter Stormbreaker, and uh, this sends the crowd into a frenzy chaining for him now. Another DDT from Nido in Valencia for two. Now, the, the DDT has become Nido's, like, dragon screw, you know? So, like, that's that's become Absolutely. his thing, and, like, so every time he needs, like, something to bail him out, that's the move to go to. And it's he's done all the work on Will's neck to to, like set that up so whenever he does that will's just like fuck you <laughs> it's great so will or ca- will counters a huge move with a hidden blade for a long double down where they have a nice long chat right here long chat this is a chat where like they're on the other side of the ring from each other and like red shoes keeps going back and forth between them over and over again i'm like good lord so but the crowd's out of their minds for both wrestlers they don't notice anything's wrong here and and i don't think anybody else did too and so it was obvious so there's a boo yay spot and it's all yay no boo <laughs> i love that that was great so <laughs> naito finally gets some elbows in then he gets some more it gets really stiff here and then here's what happens so we get these hook kicks from from will and i think at least one of them lands red and and you know red shoes like they, okay, so this is also another thing that adds some strangeness to this this thing because he hits those hook kicks and maybe one of them clips Nido. He's already a little not perfect, right? And so Red Shoes pulls Will off Nido and we get a standing 10 count, which looks like it was part of the match already, which is just a coincidence or something like that. So, you know, that was wild that we had the standing 10 count in a match where someone was going to get KO'd mid-match. Ah, that is odd. But anyway, so a hidden blade for, um, you know, instantly for two. Oscutter for two. Will spits on Naito and gets a leap of faith. A tremendous near fall here. And then we get, uh, what is this, uh, some backbreaker, some oh, neckbreaker from Naito. And he gets a destroyer. And then here is where it's obvious something goes wrong. Because, so... There's this this kick, you know who hits it the most? One of the guys that's always hits it is Pac, you know, uh, Neville or whatever from WWE. That dude has a sick fucking spinning mule kick, and that's what that's what Will's doing. He's doing a kick to the gut, a spinning kick to the gut from, you know, it's like a back kick, so he can't really see where his foot's going. And Naito just ducks right into it and just gets kicked right in the head. He's out cold. So, so they're like, um, what are we going to do here? So they have a big, long chat, and they do a bunch of moves. You know, Naito dodges a hidden blade, but does he's like just falls down. He's all super confused. They talk a bunch. He falls down again, trying to take a move. And then he seems okay, but, you know, he ends up getting the win with, uh, you know, I think there's, I think there's two uh, Destinos after that. He ends up getting the win. They pull it out, but Naito even botches the roll call after it and he needs ultra vase which means another time um this is like like pro wrestling when it's at its best it's an emotional roller coaster that makes you believe someone's being actually injured 
when someone is actually injured and they work it into the match like they did in this one, you know, it really blurs the line between what's real and what isn't. And and I, as much as I don't want anyone being hurt, it's just, you got to respect the shit out of Naito. We've talked about it with the Mikey Nichols match. And it's like one of those things where these guys, you know, I don't know how they can do what they do, especially when they're out on their feet. It's unbelievable. I don't know. I've really loved this a lot, and I'm glad Nido won. Me too. Uh, I kind of knew he, he would win because, you know, Ray's got a title. But it's – yeah, that – I wasn't sure what they were going for, if it was that a mule kick or if uh, he was supposed to kick a little higher than Nido Dark, but – or just – I don't know, Nido misread it and just – ate it in the face uh yeah so i was just like is he really fucked or is this like him doing some of that um botchy kind of selling because you know you know he'll he'll do some of that and make something look a little rough or like it wasn't supposed to happen he's he's kind of really good at that and it just kind of adds an element of realism to some of his matches but i don't mind him adding realism to his matches but I don't want it to get a little too real where I think, oh, shit, Naito's just got knocked the fuck out. Uh, but uh, what a trooper. Not only does he finish the match, he fucking finishes the G1 to the poor bastard. Jesus Christ. Because yeah, I'm just like, how's he going to go? Because you know, like, you, you, as soon as Naito gets the three here, you know straight away he's doing at least half an hour with a card the next night. The next night. Yeah, no day off. Next night. And yes, he botched the fucking uh, uh, roll call at the end and things like that. So, oh, that had me just, yeah, you know, uh, you, I get a little freaked out with the head injury stuff too. So, I, I don't like it. It's, you know, I mean, it was terrifying, dude. You know, that was that was yeah. a fucking terrifying match, and I hate to see guys get hurt. And I mean, it's just insane. And hopefully, I mean, we'll talk talk about it there's a big break after this uh night and that's a good thing because guys like him can relax for a little while because jesus christ he needed all of the ice but uh absolutely fantastic match and... well yeah in order to break that up before we get to to night 19 we have two more luke one star google reviews for ria goku <laughs> would you please do me the honor of starting Absolument. Yes. Yes. Awesome. I have it right here. I believe the ticket reception. You have it right. Oh, I do. Yes. Uh, I'm looking right at it. I was covering here we go. for you. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> the ticket reception at the entrance is unfriendly, but other than that, it's generally normal. One star. <laughs> what the fuck? I mean. It's kind of weird, you know? Well, Someone had a bad day and was not in the mood for being a retail worker or whatever and was snappish or short or rude, and he was just like, nah, this whole place sucks. One stuff. Oh, my God. <laughs> so a lot of these seem to be that way. So, all right, I have yet another uh, one-star Google review for Ria Gokusuma Hall. It reads the following. I was surprised at the bad manners of the customers. When I went to the station after finishing, it was the worst thing to say to the old man, whether it was a countryman coming from the countryside to see it. I don't want to go anymore. One star. Wait, is he complaining about the train station? 
I don't know. <laughs> also, I'm pretty sure this place has a problem with customer service then. Whoever's hiring, <laughs> it's either something wrong with like, whoever's doing the hiring, either that or the more likely uh, option is the boss is a fucking prick. And, and when your boss is a prick, the staff aren't happy and they're not going to put fake smiles on because they're like miserable. So it's, it's probably that. I'm, I'm going with that because that happens more often than the other thing. <laughs> it's true. You know, we forgot to mention it. I mean, maybe we did a little bit at the beginning of the last show, but uh, man, this crowd is fucking hot for everything. Uh-huh. Every Except for just a few things, man. They love everything. And this is also a night where we have Chris and uh, Kevin on the call. So if you don't mind, I'm going to jerk the curtain on this one. And uh, yeah. we got uh, curtain jerking <laughs> Kato Kiyomiya and Rihoi Iwa versus <laughs> Torianu and Oscar Mwibe. And uh, the Young Lions wrestle. It sure is wrestling. And then Yana wrestles Kato uh, Kiyomiya. And like all of Yana's work, tricks just totally work on him. It's pretty funny. So it's a decent <laughs> match. Uh, Kato Kiyomiya gets the big win after uh, the... Uh, shining wizard thingy on oscar lube but the big news out of this match is that after the match kato kiyomiya invited rihoi iwa to join him in noah and rihoi iwa was like yeah okay cool let's go there yeah that's pretty cool uh we're not gonna follow mr iwa over there because yeah we're not gonna watch that come on man uh yano does uh what is he doing this match oh yeah nothing it's just all of Oscar. I do like uh, Oscar talking a bit of shit as uh, he and Iwa beat each other up. It's fun. So, yeah, good on uh, good on Iwa. He's going on an excursion all the way to around the corner. <laughs> I'm sure he's <laughs> going to learn a lot of stiff fucking strikes and shit too. So uh, he's in a good place for if, if he wants to hone those kind of skills. All right. So next we have strong style. That is uh, Minari Suzuki. El Desperado and Renarita with Yuto Nakashima, the broken arm, a young lion versus <laughs> Master Wato, uh, Shooter Umino. I don't know why I did that. Shooter Umino, uh, Tomoaki Homa, and hey, it's Blue Justice, Yuji Yay! Nagata. Awesome. So uh, oh, you see Nagata wait, on one side, it? Suzuki yeah. on the other side. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Dude. To the start of this match, even before the match, I'm fucking laughing because uh, Wato is about to get up to the corner to do a pose or something, and Nagata's like, get out of my way. And he gets up on the fucking top turnbuckle of a fucking pose instead. He's like, I was, <laughs> I was being blue before you were even born, kid. Get out of here. That's right. <laughs> uh, not only that, uh, uh, Wato throws his uh, robe behind him and no one catches it. And then uh, <laughs> Honma goes to throw his robe and drops it. Then he throws it out of the ring and it just lands on the apron. So I'm fucking, I'm laughing my ass off and then I stop laughing because then the match starts and Shooter and Rinrita start beating the shit out of each other. It's, well, time. I say beating the shit out of each other, but I'd say it's a little more of Shooter beating up Ren yeah. uh, because that's how it always goes for Rinrita. I'm like, come on, man. Uh, but uh, anyway, uh, you're not a young lion anymore. Get some moves in. Come on. What's going on? In fact, uh, they're wailing on each other so bad that the two teams have to separate them. And I'm like, <laughs> why? <laughs> if you they let them fight, too. one of them's going to win. Oh, yeah, that, that's right. They're, yeah, they're like, come on, man. We, they, You get paid. 
Yuichi Nagata's like, hey man, I haven't been in New Japan in a while. Let me fucking get in there and fight Suzuki. Okay, yeah. come on. That's right. But before we get that, we get Wato and Desperado going at it, and uh, they got a bit of a rivalry. Uh, going back to the uh, the best of the Super Juniors this year, so uh, that's pretty cool. I like seeing them fight, and uh, then uh, Desperado just decides to mount fucking Wato and just slap the shit out of him. Kevin's Brother. like, oh dude, and Kevin's just like, all right, that slap, that's that's uh, the somebody owes me money slap. And that one, that one's just the uh, I don't like you slap, and I'm fucking laughing there. Awesome call there by Kevin. And that, and that, all that happens even before Suzuki and Nagata get in the ring to fight each other. <laughs> and then, then they get in the ring and start fighting each other. And I'm just like, dude, the match was already awesome, and now it's just next level awesome because these guys resuming hostilities is one of my favorite things uh, ever since I've been watching New Japan Pro Wrestling. I just like seeing these two, and I don't care. What happens in their careers if they change factions or start new factions and get new friends and all this kind of shit? They need to be on different sides always, forever. <laughs> so, and it's the uh, it's kind of like the comparison here because you've got the two old guys who've hated each other for years fighting, and the two young guys, uh, Shooter and Ren, who hate each other, and they're probably going to fight each other for years. <laughs> this match is fucking. This match goes fucking hard, and I love it. And there's a Death Rider on Yuta Nakashima while uh, while uh, Shooter Umino fucking eyeballs the shit out of uh, Ren Narita. And then post-match, post-match, uh, <laughs> Homer and Yuta fuck off. And the rest of the guys, they're like, let's keep fighting. Let's keep, let's keep fighting. It's just, they don't want to stop fighting, especially uh, Ren and Shooter. And uh, neither team has, like, the six-man belts, but... I want a six-man between Wado, uh, Shooter, and Nagata versus uh, Strong Style. Give it to me. That'd be cool fun. Yeah, it seemed to be a preview match. And and this night gives us our new feuds, or old feuds are renewed. But, uh, you know, I think that's something that we're going to get is that uh, we'll, we'll see those guys wrestle each other a bunch of times on the road to destruction. So next, Luke, it is Tanahashi, Eddie Kingston, and Ishii. Oh, and yo. Versus Makabe, Tiger Mask, and Tenkozy. <laughs> How about that team, man? I was fired up when I saw that team, man. Ten's on fucking <laughs> super over again. Mr. Bread's there. The crowd makes the swishing sound again for the Mongolian chops. It's so cool. Tenkozy team up on Ishii, and Tenzon stays in the match, and everybody gets a turn to wrestle him. He's, like, in the match for, like, I don't know, the first, like, five six minutes and everybody gets a turn to come in and get you know their ass kicked by Tenzon. it's awesome i love it so we get uh eddie versus bread and it's tremendous uh, they do you know trade machine gun chops in the corner of course it's really oh, so cool good. um you know tiger mask gets in everybody bumps around for him which is nice yo in particular is taking all of tiger mask moves it's very nice but then yo wins so every so everyone teams up on uh, Tiger Mask uh, so that weakling Yo can get the win. Ishii and Tenzon start headbutting each other after the match, and even Mr. Bread has to get in there and go like, "Hey, come on, the match is over, guys." But uh, that was that was a fun match. But it was around this time, Luke, that we got the scoop. Do you remember? Yes, we did get the scoop. Got a little uh, ding, ding, ding on the uh, on the Tweety. It's from. Uh... It's from Mr. Robbie Eagles. 
And he's uh, he's shooting us a uh, little thing that's on the Tweety for a show from a group called PWA in uh, New Sydney, Australia. And there's a uh, two-night tournament that's being held uh, at a place called Liberty Hall. And Zack Sabre Jr. will be at the t- in the tournament. Not at the tournament. He's going to be in the tournament. So that's pretty damn cool stuff uh, in uh, a parallel universe. I have money and I'll, I'll be there. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it sounds like a fucking awesome show. And if you can get to Sydney for uh, those October dates, do it. Man, go 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 see Zack Sabre Jr. in person. I'm, I'm, I uh, have no doubt that will be fucking phenomenal. Yeah, absolutely. That's 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 good shit. And you know, and then we heard about it, and then like two matches after this, Kevin Kelly's like, "Oh yeah, I heard this thing." I'm like, yeah, dude, yeah, we knew, we knew about it. That's right. We're part of the cool cool kids club. Right. By the way, uh, after this match, uh, Hanare is like, "Hey, Eddie, let's roll." And then uh, he comes. No, that's not what happens. That that's uh, what happens is uh, <laughs> that's Eddie later. will come out in another match. Sorry, I moved up with my notes for some reason. I don't know why. Oh yes, because I wrote the PWA stuff above uh, the both nights. That's why. No one needs to know how to write these notes. No one cares. But <laughs> dude, if Tan Tenzan, I'm over. Wow, everyone seems to love me. Then they come out to Macabe's music. Come on, man. Yeah, that's uh, pretty much. And then I have to see Yo win, and uh, you're just like, hey, uh, Tiger's getting all this shit in because, you know, Yo's beating him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I have to imagine Eddie was trying not to, like, have a big-ass grin on his face whilst he's, like, wailing on uh, Kojima and Tenzan. Like, holy shit, I'm wrestling these guys. Oh, my God. Uh, and then he's like, yeah, Makabe, I'm tagging out. Fuck this guy. Anyway, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Next we have Team Fisherman that is Hiroki uh, Goto and Yoshihashi versus Ryusuke no not versus with Ryusuke Taguchi and Bolton Oleg versus the mighty don't kneel that is Zack Sabre Jr uh, Shane Haste Mikey Nichols and Ichiban Sweet Boy Kosai uh, Vegeta I miss you Robbie Eagles and Bad Dude Tito in that order please come back uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I like Bad Dude Tito, but you know, I'd rather see Robbie Eagles on my TV. That's, That's just fair. how it is. Uh, <laughs> Taguchi gets uh, punished by the Mighty Don't Kneel, and the boys are showing Vegeta how to uh, wrench the arm over and over again. Both arms. They're doing like the short tags, and they take over, and Vegeta's in there for most of it, doing like helping. Like, they'll, they'll tag team and hit the one arm with the wrenches while Vegeta's watching them go, oh, yeah, on this arm, right, right, that's how we do that. Oh, my God. That's, I just, it never gets old for me seeing Vegeta doing the uh, good old, uh, I'm learning. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, it's fucking. Chemic rules, man. Awesome. Also, I love every moment that I see Zack Sabre Jr. do a European uppercut to Taguchi's ass. So, uh, <laughs> it makes it makes his ass fire up in this match too. He like hits him in the ass, and because they've broken his arms already, you know his ass fires up. It's so funny. <laughs> could say it flares up with the, the hemorrhoids. But anyway, I like to I like seeing uh, Bolton Oleg here get to show off some of this fucking gnarly strength that he has, and he he fucking he's in a uh, submission hold, standing submission hold from uh, Zack Sabre Jr. who's hanging off him, and he just kind of. 
rah, uses his fucking neck and shoulders and stuff to flip Zack Sabre Jr. over. Oh, that was really cool. And uh, back body drop. So I really liked that. I was like, God damn. And uh, I was just like, wow, what strength this man has. It's a pity I didn't get to see him show it off more in that Young Wayne Gauntlet match, motherfuckers. He, I really wanted won. to see those. He won two that, of them. And he got the, the giant novelty check, you know? Pretty cool. Yeah, it was it was pretty decent. And then something happens that I immediately know makes uh, Andy smile in, in, in happiness because there's a tank buster on Hiroki Goto and Shane Haste pins Goto for the win. Of course, they make the challenge right away because, uh, hey, they want those tag belts. And I like that it was actually Goto this time that gets pinned. Usually it's Yoshihashi because, like, oh, it's weak, 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 Link, Yoshi. But uh, I'm pretty sure Goto beat Haste in the tournament and Haste gets a bit of revenge here. So uh, right. I dig it. Yeah, yeah, he did. He beat him, and that's when he got his ribs injured. So, you know, I think it's funny, too, that, like, you know, they're obviously doing a thing where Goto's now going to be the weak link, and that's maybe a more interesting story, but we'll see if Yoshihashi can hold up his end of the bargain there. We'll see. But uh, this right. is also where they celebrate uh, uh, TMD, DMDK celebrates Fujita's last day in New Japan as a young lion. Pretty cool, man. You know, there's a couple guys that as they're walking to the back, they have kind of a special moment, and he's one of them tonight. It's pretty cool. So, yeah. Next, Luke, we have, how do I keep ending up with these guys? It's Jado, Tonga Loa, Tama Tonga, <laughs> ELP, and Hikaleo versus Finley, Kenta, um, the War Dogs, and Chase Owens. So Finley and Tama wrestle. It's very good. Finley gets booed for cheating. A Bullet Club gets uh, heat on Jado for ages. Uh, there's an awesome hot tag from ELP where he, I mean, like, he just runs wild. And, like, there's this really cool part where all of a sudden, ELP and War Dogs are fighting against each other, or excuse me, ELP and Hikaleo are fighting against War Dogs, and I'm like, oh, well, Hikaleo and ELP are going to tag, and uh, the match comes to a screeching halt when Chase Owens and Tonga Loa tag in, and they instantly go into those really crappy Tonga Loa oh. strikes, like, and it's just like, the crowd just go, crowd goes along with it, even though it's just what Pretty everybody gets in the pool. Tonga Loa pins Chase Owens with a roll up. It's so weak, man. But everybody fights. The good guys stand tall. ELP and Hikaleo hold up the strong belts, and Tama holds up the never title. Luke, your favorite feud is continuing. Come on, man. Also, like, I'm, I'm actually kind of glad that you covered this match because, you know, you know what I'm going to say. Uh, they need new music, cutthroat era. Also, uh, when Tongalo and Chase got in the ring, I'm like, all right, um, I guess this is happening. Now tag out. Oh, the match is over. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, where is that? Is that belt going? Is the Never title going to America for a little while? Like, are they going to be around for destruction? Because I'd much rather it happen at destruction. Because I don't want that belt to go on another fucking excursion to America. Hey, New Japan, you've got belts that are American-centric. You have, I don't know, the strong title, the strong tag titles. Oh, but Gabe Kidd's got that. I don't want him to go back. We've got the strong tag titles. We've got the strong women's title. And... What was that other title for America? Oh, yeah, the United States. Oh, never mind. It's called the UK title now, so don't worry about it. Uh, 
uh, if it's all right with you, uh, Mr. Guy, I'll do the next two because you will just absolutely destroy with this main event. Okay. I know you will. And uh, right. we have here Los Ingobernables de Upon, all of them except for Titan and Naito, of course, because he's in the main event. Titan doesn't Versus... count, Luke. <laughs> I was waiting for that. Versus, <laughs> uh, so uh, it's, uh, it's a Shingo, a Bushi. Uh, Hiromi Takahashi and Yodosuji versus Great Okan on the Jeff Cobb with Billy Ospreay and Hinare. This match is fucking awesome. And also, can LIJ just feud with every team? Just all of them? Because, goddamn, like, <clears throat> I don't think it's a secret. Like, I think, how many people disagree that uh, LIJ are pretty much like the best in the multi man tag matches? Consistently the best. Because no none of them go soft. They go hard for all the tag matches. Even when it's fun, it feels like there's an element of great timing and they're going hard. So, yeah, I'm kind of into almost all of the feuds that they always have. Uh, there's one amazing part that makes me laugh, Mr. Guy, and it's when uh, the Great Khan has uh, Shingo and he puts his fa- shoves his face right down on his boot, you know, because he wants Shingo to kiss his boot. This is after uh, Great Khan's like, Scar, now nah, fuck that. And just <laughs> wants to almost tongue kiss uh, Shingo because he's got his tongue out. But then he puts him puts his face down near his boot, and Marty gets his face right down there, and he's like, "Give up, give up!" And I'm like, "Are you serious? Like, all right, that's a submission hold. You, you're gonna kiss that boot, or you're gonna give up? Which one?" I'm like, "All right, Marty, holy shit!" <laughs> <laughs> uh, throughout this match, I see a combination that, for some reason, we must have seen it before over the last few years, but this time, it's, it's probably because it's this version of Hinari, and I see Hinari and Hiromu mix it up. Yeah. And I'm like, can we have more of this? Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? I want more. And then, all right, Billy didn't win last night, so he's got to set up a feud. But I thought it might be something like one of the other guys gets pinned and then someone challenges Billy. Oh, no. It's fucking cooler than that. I, I felt like Yoda needed some fucking big wins here and there. Like, because I feel like he's got the character and the moveset. That's done. That's already there. Now he just needs to be put over, right? Yeah. Spear into Osprey. Picks him up. Another spear. And if he's going to do spears like this, yeah, all right. That's his finisher now. I'm happy with that. Because... That second spear, Osprey bumps so much that he almost like gets tangled into the ropes, and uh, and uh, Yoda Suji has to pull him back closer to the middle. Rolls him up, one, two, three. Holy mix shit balls! Yoda Suji just beat Will Osprey, and what does he do straight away? Holds the title up, big yeah. ass smile on his face, and I'm in. Give me that match. That looks amazing. Yes, please. I wonder if that'll be at, um, you know, a rep pro maybe. Because, like, that's where Suji had his, you know, excursion. Uh, excursion or whatever. I don't know. It makes a lot of sense for him to go after this title. And he did not roll up Will. He beat him clean. So oh. just want to make it clear. spear then. then yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he used, a, he used a pin, you know, schoolboy pin or something. But it was, you know, it was a regular win. But, uh then after the match here, Eddie Kingston comes out and attacks Hanare, and they brawl to the back. And that's like a that was a more successful kind of that's uh, right segment, you know, for those two. Yeah, and uh, here we go. 
There's another surprise here with a story I didn't expect, but it's better than the alternative, which would have been a different member of House of Torture. It is House of Torture that is evil. Dick Togo, show, versus just five guys. Actually, I think uh, Dick Togo is not in this match because it's... uh, it's not all of just five guys. Is He's it? out there. It is. He's, yeah, yeah, and, and yeah. Taka, Taka and Dick Togo are on the outside. They're just. They're That's right, because there's only four members of House of Torture, so it has to be kind of a three on three or something like that. No, no, but no, we no, got, no. Dick, uh, Dick Togo wrestles. Taka doesn't. That's what's going on. Sorry. Correct. All of House of Torture is wrestling, but Taka isn't. There we go. Very and important. Just five we get that guys. straight. So important. That's right. <laughs> it's uh, it's Taichi, Sanada, Doki, and Yoshinobi Kanemaru versus yeah. I've already said the House of Torture, guys. All right. Here's here's, here's the point where... No, it's not here. I feel like after a good night's sleep and then watching most of this show, I'm just like, I don't even care who wins this G1 anymore. I like all the stories they're setting up. I'm in. Like, just give them to me. And Luke, stop being such a little bitch and just accept that sometimes the top guys are just going to win the big tournaments every year. But they're also going to give you really good stories that are and they're going to set things up. So, Luke and Gato, you trust. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> that pretty much. Man, this is a fun match. I think with a, a bit of a bigger shock than the previous match with Yoda Suji because we don't often see a junior beat a heavyweight. It doesn't matter if it's cheating or no cheating. In fact, the last time I saw this, I'm pretty sure it was Taiji Ishimori pinning Goto two nights in a row. And... Uh, making Andy the happiest motherfucker on, all, uh, on earth and the biggest Taiji Ishimori fan that isn't charity. Uh, but uh, show hits Taiji with the spanner. Like, there's lots of cheating going on. Like, House of Torture are just fucking running roughshod all over Just Five Guys. This is going to be the program for destruction. I'm in. I'm in. The new good guy team that you want to set up versus the most hated faction in New Japan? Uh, I'm in. And, of course, show pins Taichi after hitting with the spanner shock arrow he actually hits it I was like oh holy shit he calls his shot right away evil hits Sonata with the belt and they kind of crucify him the Sonata <laughs> as you said to me dying for, his, for our sins and then then evil he god the links he goes to to torture Abe the ring announcer guy knows no bounds he will do that spot where he just knocks him over and will just torture him in any way he can because he hands something to Dick Togo and Dick Togo goes, yeah, this is some is like a statement that evil prepared here. Read this shit. He doesn't want to, but you know, he's got to because house of torture will just beat the shit out of him. So he reads it. It's pretty much like evil's the best. He's now your new Japan champion and all this kind of stuff. There's another belt shot on Taiji as well before show leaves. And uh, guess what they do? <laughs> they leave with the belt. So show watch yeah. out. <laughs> show leaves with the King of Pro Wrestling title. It's not the feud we might have expected. But if House of Torture is feuding with just five guys for the Destruction Tour, I guess it makes sense. And it's better than Yujiro versus Taiji for sure. For sure. And yeah. then uh, you know, Evil walks away with the uh, the World Heavyweight title. So uh, 
Give me this. He used Doki's pole on Sonata, and then Taichi <laughs> dual-wielded the pipe and the pimp cane for a second, and that was really funny. Um, but, uh, yeah, when they, like, you know, House of Torture handcuffed Sonata to the ropes, you know, and it was like, why did they not get out the, the spray, the fucking, you know, spray paint and spray paint hot on him? That's so funny when they were doing that. But, uh, <laughs> yes, the, the, the prepared statement was from the IWGP. So, and it was saying that, oh, Sonata is a weak champion, and we've decided that Evil's now your champion. And it's like, he's oh, way better. He's like, oh, totally true, right? And uh, <laughs> I love that. I thought that was so funny. We also did see on Instagram afterwards, uh, Sonata posted a picture of his arm. His arm's been, like, completely covered in burger wrap for the past, like, week. And uh, he's got either a torn bicep or just really bruised bicep. It looks ouchy. So that's why his arm is all fucked up. Luke? Every time, uh, every every year around this time, something happens. You know, um, Masahiro Chono shows up and, uh, you know, he comes and does commentary. And sometimes he, you know, does a little announcement or something like that. He comes out at this point and, you know, there's a little added something to that because the next match is the finals of the G1 Climax. And it's Tetsuya Naito versus Kazuchika Okada. Now, Naito has already done something pretty amazing this year. You know, he retired Keiji Muto. So that's incredible. You know, that's something that is, no one can take that away from him, except for Masahiro Chono. But, um, but anyway, it's <laughs> like, uh, you know, I'm so happy that he got that. So will he get this other accolade? You know, what is this the biggest, you know, biggest year of Naito's career? We'll find out. So here we are, Luke. This is one of those matches where, you know it's going to go like 40 fucking minutes. So it's going to start out really slow and they're going to feel out each other forever. And, and that's what happens at first, right? Okada does not respect the clean break and Naito dodges and gets the tranquilo thing in right away. Naito bails though when Okada gets in, you know, from the outside playing mind games. And uh, Naito gets chin locked. He's trying to soften up uh, Okada's neck. And, and Naito looks fine here. You know, he doesn't look, Maybe a little tentative about some things, maybe a little not, not, you know, 100%, but he's at 95. So every time there is an Okada chant, the crowd just completely overwhelms them with Naito chants, which is really funny. Like they have a lot of volume, <laughs> a lot of intensity, you know, DDT on the apron and Okada sends Naito into the guardrails for a countout spot. Okada tries a pin with his foot and Red Shoes is like, no, I don't think so. And uh, Okada's not happy. So he's, you know, complete dickhead Okada in this match. Your favorite kind, Luke. Yeah. Um, Naito comes back, and it's fuck your neck, Okada. He keeps doing that hip toss over the knee thing we talked about earlier. The crowd doesn't know about that ma that move, though. They're like, that is a little scary. We're going to, we're not going to, we're going to go, ooh, instead of, you know, oh, they, they kind of, they're a little terrified by that one. So just want to let you know. But there's more neck torture from Naito in the ring. Okada gets the wraparound neck breaker for a double down. And then there's an insane drop kick to the floor in the corner from uh, Okada on Naito. And that's, you know, it's one of the best drop kicks of all time. It happens every match. And it's always the same guy, as we've said many times. So, <laughs> And then a tombstone on the floor from Okada right in front of Masahiro Chono, whose neck was broken from a pile driver. So that is fucked up. 
Okada is a complete asshole in this match. Oh, yeah. He, he, wants, <laughs> he wants a ref stoppage, and we get the standing 10 count again, just like last night. I think that's a new thing that New Japan's trying to work into matches. We've seen it a few times now. It's a new, it's a new double down thing that they're, it's not new, but it's something that it seems to be showing up in a lot of the big matches nowadays. So there's a desperation DDT from Naito for another double down, just like uh, you know he's been doing. Um, you know, all of the early work that uh, you know for on Okada's neck uh, is having. What is this here? is paying off when Naito needs it. There's elbows to Okada and even more. And Okada wants more. And Naito's like, you caught it, buddy. <laughs> and hits him some more. And then a Frankensteiner, neck holds from Naito. And um, they have uh, a nice, all three of the people in the in the ring have a nice long chat right here. <laughs> it's like, okay, is everything all right? There's a big chance for Naito. And he hits Esperanza. There's a terrifying DDT counter from Naito and Valencia for two. Stardust press, but Naito eats shit for a double down, and we're at 30 minutes in. Now, you know, I what do you think, Luke, as far as, like, commentary losing their mind when guys go to the top rope late in the match? Because they seem to do that every time. We go, oh, you're just going to fuck it up. Why do they do that, man? I don't know. I, 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 I had that feeling of like don't go up there this isn't fucking anyone this is a card what do you don't go up there but i'm watching this at home like maybe that the commentators are trying to be like us like no don't do that don't do that but i don't know i had to listen to them berate wato for trying to do a move on the top rope every time and it kind of got a bit old for my ears so i <laughs> i can it's understand the same thing here. being annoyed yeah, yeah. It doesn't, it kind of buries the wrestler a little bit. It makes him look stupid. So I don't like that. But anyway, they act like the match is over, you know. And, and we see, you know, familiar Okada come back, getting, you know, getting the start here. Naito gets a DDT roll up, though, that crazy, you know, DDT roll up thing that he hit on Tanahashi. It's a little less crazy here, but he gets that for a near fall, really near fall, and hits a running clothesline for a double down. The crowd is deafening, chanting Naito's name. Drop kick. Landslide, Rainmaker. Uh oh. Okada goes for another and gets uh and, and uh it gets into a pin for two. Destino for two. The crowd's stomping their feet and Destino's countered by a terrifying Cobra Flosion. Two more <laughs> Destinos though, and Naito has done it. He's won the G1. He's slain the dragon that is Okada. Lij out to celebrate with their leader. Leader and uh, Masahiro Chono presents the flag and trophy. And I'm thinking Naito should have just rolled him up real quick you know what i mean or just put him in a hold and made him tap out and been like yeah that's right you know because he fucking stole the uh buddha thing but anyway um naito throws the flag down as soon as chono turns around which is so funny (laughs) (laughs) we get the roll call and the confetti drops luke the g1 finals are over what'd you think of this and what did you think of the g1 climax 33 I lo- I loved it. My I at the end of the day I loved it. I am a little iffy with how some of A block went down with some of that booking. I guess I wanted some of my some of those young guys to do a little better than they did, but they're just little niggles and nitpicks at the end of the day, I guess, because I watched the whole thing live. I was excited for every show, and I don't think there were many shows that made that. I don't, know, I don't think there was any shows that when they finished, I was like, oh. That was complete garbage. There was a couple maybe of eh nights, but man, the boys fucking crushed it. 
this match is amazing. And even though I said to you at the start of this match, I'm like, Okada's got a belt. He's losing. It's still Okada. So they got me. They really fucking got me because it's the Okada factor, right? Like, he almost always wins and uh, and all that kind of stuff. And so, you know, kudos to him. He's the he's the master at that. And I believe that he was he was going to kind of win this G1 and beat Naito, but, uh, and uh, yeah, I marked the fuck out when he won. So if, as someone who was just like, oh, it's Okada and Naito again. Come on, man. Like I, I jumped out of my seat. Uh, Charity, who hasn't really watched much of the G1 at all this year, did watch the final, uh, pretty much the entire match, the last match, 34 minutes, and thought it was fucking awesome. So, you know. They they did the thing and they did it good. What did you think of the G1 Climax? 33. Well, check out, if you want to learn all the, like, nitty-gritty of, like, you know, Naito hadn't beat Okada in that venue ever and Okada's 4-0 in that venue versus whoever, you know, check out Chris Manchma on Twitter and he'll, he'll show you all that stuff. We don't have all that, but there's a lot of that behind that match, um, you know, if you want to look into it. But anyway... I don't know, man. I'm fucking beat. And I'm really looking forward to getting back to a normal sleep schedule. But, I mean, it's such a fun challenge to me to, you know, be able to live the rest of my life and not fuck all that up while doing the G1 and podcasting every couple days. It's like summer camp, you know, for for Japanese wrestling podcasting. So I enjoy doing it every year with you. I think yeah, this did. year is the best year we've seen so far. And that's what we say every year, but it's always true, you know, <laughs> and uh, that's the way it's supposed to work. So I, you know, I can't wait to cover the next one. I can't wait to cover G1 Climax. <laughs> oh my goodness. It, it, it It's like, I don't know. I feel like a weight's been lifted off my shoulders. Not just from watching it, but also like the stars aligned as well to the point where we were able to watch all the shows live and easily arrange times to do the podcast. Yeah, easily. yeah. Wasn't a problem at all, you know. And uh, I mean, I know there was at least one episode where I was fucking just like unconscious for the episode. <laughs> I was like Nido at the end of that match uh, versus Will. Yeah. I was just sleepwalking. But uh, I think we did a pretty good job, you know. That's right. We did kind of melt down in the previous. <laughs> Mediocre. Uh, no lie. <laughs> we, hey, we've always promised to give you the most adequate New Japan for wrestling coverage in podcast history. So that is us. That's right. Uh, Mediocrities. Uh, he's, he's my favorite Greek philosopher. Good enough. Philosopher. Yeah, that's right. Good yeah. <laughs> Never open podcasts. Good enough. <laughs> that's right. Whew. Man, it's over. I can't believe it. So, wow. Yeah, I'm kind of elated and I've got a big smile on my face. It was a blast as always, dude. He makes it yeah, hard for me, but at the end of the day, yes. There's no more shows until like September 8th or some shit or maybe longer. So Road to Destruction, it's going to take a while. We'll have at least one or two episodes in there that'll be kind of, you know, never style, never realm style, but who knows, you know, uh, we may review some other, you know, crazy Japanese pro wrestling. You never know what's going to pop up out there. So we'll see. Absolutely. You know, uh, 
it, it's uh, it's good to have a break before the road to do to destruction because uh, I'm pretty sure Naito and Sonata need to be on the fucking road to recovery. Uh, and and Goto because some of those some of these motherfuckers are beat to shit. So let them have a couple of weeks off. And uh, Goto could take like a couple months off if he needed to. Just saying. Fuck off. You you want him to take forever off and retire. <laughs> I know, but I know you do. You don't even need to see him drop the titles. You're just like, yeah, I'm done now. And you're like, yes. Oh, I actually, Luke, I have a note here. I just got from the IWGP, and it says, it says, oh, Goto is a really shitty champion. We're giving the titles to the War Dogs. War Dogs for real, bro. <laughs> oh man, I wish it was real, but uh, it's not. And Unless there's uh, anything else that Mr. Guy would like to add. <gasps> Engato. We trust. Watch, Watch out. out. Smash, Smash out. out. Legacy. Legacy. My, My dream. dream. We're, We're gonna, gonna climax. climax. Whoa. I was born in the ring. I was born in the ring. Time. Time is now. Break out. Hey. Break out. Hey. No. No. Winning. Winning. Hey. Hey. Lock up. Ready? Ready? Born, born, born in the ring. ring. 